you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. NFL Total Access is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. It's Wednesday, September 27th, 2023, and you're listening to NFL Total Access, the podcast. That is the voice of today's special guest. Didn't realize I put the uh, year in there. Thank you for that one. He's the Lions legend. Nittany Lions, that is. The Niners draft pick. Fourth rounder in 2006, that is. And the Super Bowl champ to cap off the 2013 season with the Seahawks, that is. Let's welcome back to the pod, the real Mike Rob. Michael Robinson, we're so glad to have you back. What's happening, man? Glad to be here. Glad to be here. Always. I'm your host, NFL Network senior writer Andrew Levy, and on today's show, Mike's viewer's guide to three week four games in the NFL. Ravens, Browns, Dolphins, Bills, and Patriots, Cowboys. Now, he's going to make a case for why Miles Garrett may just be the best player in the NFL. You heard right. Mike's got a message to Mike McCarthy ahead of the Cowboys game against the Patriots. He's also got a message to Josh Allen ahead of what could be one of the best games of the NFL season, not just this week. Dolphins and Bills in Buffalo. That message, understand who you are playing and who you are not playing. What does he mean? He'll explain. But first, malpractice. Why was that your word of choice, Michael, when assessing the situation the Jets now face ahead of a Sunday night game against the Chiefs, one of five primetime games that was given to the Jets? And, of course, that was under the assumption this would be the Aaron Rodgers show. But you were very fierce about this, um, not in a judgmental way, but in a true assessment of the professional activity that's going on in Jets camp as you see it. Malpractice was the word that came to mind. Yeah, and it's a tr- it's been a trend over the last couple of years of teams just basically going all in for one season and doing doing whatever you have to do to win for that one season. And I called it malpractice because the, the decision makers for a team, they have a responsibility, right, to the guys in that locker room, not only to compete in the season, the current season, but also to build the team for years to come. You also have a fiduciary responsibility to your owner, right? And when you put all the financial um, eggs in one basket on one player in Aaron Rodgers, and then something catastrophic happens like four plays into the season, he gets hurt. What are you now saying to the rest of the team? Because the message before the injury was, now we got the guy that's going to get us over the hump. You put it all your hopes and dreams into the one guy. And right, I mean, To a a degree, rightfully so, right? He's a Hall of Famer, all of these things, right? He's done a lot of great things in this league, and he's a very interesting guy, by the way. I love watching Aaron Rodgers. Very interesting. But at the end of the day, as management, you can't do that. Um, And I think now it's very important, the message that you you send to that locker room, because, again, now all your hopes and dreams are sitting up doing Pat McAfee's show once a week um, and Aaron Rodgers. And so I hope some true leadership can come out of that locker room, guys like Quinn and Williams, um, even young Garrett Wilson on the offensive side, because you can't just now three, four games in say, oh, well, season's over. That's not fair, not only to the guys in the locker room, it's not fair to yourself, all the hours you put in the offseason. And more importantly, it's not fair to the people that listen 
to this podcast and pay their pay their hard-earned money to go into that stadium and watch that team play. So, yeah, it's malpractice on a lot of different levels. <laughs> malpractice. You know, when I first heard it, Michael, I thought, well, that's dramatic. And then I looked it up. I looked it up just to sort of check myself as to what it actually means. Malpractice means improper or unprofessional business activity. And so it's not dramatic. No. It's defining. <laughs> it's defining. It is, it is very specifically defining for this team who clearly didn't have a plan B in the no. absence of uh, Aaron Rodgers. But you could also extend that. Can I, by extrapolation, assume that you also would look at what the Rams did? and maybe even look at what the Tampa Bay Buccaneers did, going all in, getting the ring, and then left to assess what looks to be <laughs> post-war rubble yep. uh, in the years after that all-in move. And again, that, that, that's one of those responsibilities, again, to the guys in the locker room, but also to the fan base, right? Again, you go in all on one season, you say, <laughs> look, you know, and even with Tampa Bay, with one of the greatest winners our game has ever seen in Tom Brady, he, he proved that if you put him on your team, more than likely, you're going to be playing in the last game of the season. Um, they got three good years out of it, but again, even look at now, they're piecing some things together. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. You are listening to NFL Total Access, the podcast. I'm your host, NFL Network senior writer, Andrew Levy. With me today, the Super Bowl champion, Michael Robinson. Michael is going to give us his week four assessment of three games of real interest. We will begin with Patriots Cowboys, which we are calling, well, Michael is calling it the Red Zone Challenge. Uh -huh. That Red Zone Challenge, kind of like the Ice Bucket Challenge, except a hell of a lot harder, and you need a lot more choreography than just yeah. one person and a bucket of ice water. Talk to me about the specific challenge facing this Cowboys offense that you are calling the Red Zone Challenge. Well, yeah. See, in previous years, um, this offense was built so that it, the offensive line was so dominant. The run game is so dominant. When you get in the red zone, the windows shrink. There's less field to cover. That's why, in, in late, you know, I do some college football too. And in college football, the offenses go up and down the field, up and down the field. But the great teams, they get inside the red zone and they stiffen because there's just not a lot of real estate. And I love the red zone because that was always the fullback zone for me. You know what I mean? We would run the football. And I look at it as, in the past, the Dallas Cowboys were able to, to say, okay, you, you two defensive tackles, we need to get four or five yards. We're going to move you out of the way. And the defensive tackle's like, no, man, this is my land right here. And they're just like, we're going to pick you up against your will and move you to the side and allow our backs to go. When you, when you do that, every single time you get in the red zone and you snap the football and there's a run type of formation, the defense has to pause the second level, the defensive backs. They have to say, hold up. 
I might have a physical altercation going on here. So let me, and, and more than likely, this back is going to get to the second level because they move grown men. I mean, I'm just, and I'm speaking in simple terms, guys. Because because you can move grown men, it does everything to a defense. I call it um, giving the defense something to defend. Sometimes you have a passing offense like a Patrick Mahomes where you have to defend the quarterback because he's that good. He moves you. He pumps over to the right. He can almost no look it right back to the left and know exactly where a guy is. So there's an element to his game that you have to guard. You have to guard him because he can move and manipulate the defense. I don't necessarily believe Dak in the red zone is that great of a manipulator of the defense that they can just throw it. Okay, and then based on your first assertion about the offensive line, this is an offensive line that is really trading on a reputation that is no longer accurate. They used to be considered the best offensive yeah. line in the NFL. They certainly are not now. Now, they're going to get some pieces back. That's what I was about right? to say. So I mean, talk to me about their ability to move defensive tackles out of the way. Do they even have that? Do they have those chops anymore? Well, I would say yes. Okay. Zach Martin didn't play last game. No, he didn't. I mean, that dude's an all-pro, a pro bowler. Gold jacket. Yeah. Coming his way. be honest about it, you know, whenever he decides to stop playing. Um, Tyler Biotish. I Yep. I think that's it, his last Absolutely. name, right? I don't want to disrespect no, him. No, you got it. Um, but the center, like, that's two-thirds of the core of your offensive line. Oh, yeah, and Tyron Smith, your 10-year, uh, you know, uh, 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 salary or whatever, you know, the contract he signed there forever, a lifer, a cowboy, he wasn't there either. Yep. So three-fifths of your offensive line yep. is down, and I believe when you get those pieces back, then you have that piece, then you have that function in the red zone where you can move people and run the football. Okay, so and you see that as being the Cowboys' only option based on the current setup, based mm -hmm. on who they have on the roster, because as you intimated, well, you said it. You didn't just intimate it. You <laughs> called it out explicitly. Dak doesn't have that same kind of magic to be able to move a defense maybe in the same way that a Patrick Mahomes or a Josh Allen would be able to do or a Lamar Jackson. He does have the skill set. But... I don't necessarily know that the play caller is going to use him in that particular regard. What about Keller Moore is not there anymore. Okay, now what about C.D. Lamb? When we get in the red zone, can I assume that we're talking he's going to be bracketed, he's going to be double covered, he's going to well, be taken out? Absolutely. Well, that's the, that's the most dynamic piece on the outside for that offense. Any defense would have to put multiple eyes on him in the slot. And so, you know, I think David said it in our meeting before, you know, you got to either do it by force in the red zone which what I'm, that's me, what I'm talking about, you know, moving grown men, having a run game. You have to do it by personnel, right? Like having a guy like CeeDee Lamb who's a coverage dictator who can basically draw certain eyes to a certain place, and then you can game plan off of knowing how the defense is going to respond. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Right? And then scheme. And that goes down to the play caller. And I know we've been singing Mike McCarthy's uh, praises over the last couple of weeks, but let's just be honest, they hadn't played – um, any, that many great teams. So I'm not saying Arizona Cardinals are going to win the Super Bowl or anything, but they, they put up a fight and they got to get their football together in Dallas. Dallas Cowboys have more plays in the red zone this season than anyone else in the NFL, and they do not have the touchdowns to no. show for it, to Michael's point. That is why this becomes a red zone challenge for mm -hmm. the Dallas Cowboys against a not a great red zone defense if you look at 
purely the numbers in the New England Patriots, but they are, in fact, a top five total defense in the NFL. So to your point, they make it very difficult to even get in the red zone. Dallas is struggling in the red zone. Therein lies the, Dude, the real issue. Again, um, people that I know in this league talk about Bill Belichick. He's a football savant. He understands football situations unlike anybody else. If I see it, if I see the issues in Dallas Red Zone offense, I'm you pretty sure. damn well know that he sees it. Okay. <laughs> uh, talk to me about the other side of the coin real quick. Mm-hmm. Um, the defense that Dak and Tony Pollard and CeeDee Lamb are going to be facing and this offensive line, hopefully with all their pieces back, will be facing in the red zone, led by number nine, Matthew Judon, missing a Stephon Gilmore to be yep. part of that take C.D. Lamb out of the equation. What do you like in this Patriots defense? Do you feel like they have the edge in this scenario? Uh, I do, um, just because you know the scheme is going to be there. You know Bill is going to if – he, if, he, if, if he knows you have a tendency to go to C.D. Lamb in certain situations – you, you're not going to be able to throw it to C.D. Lamb in that situation. He knows it, right? And so it's, it's, it's all going to be about how Mike McCarthy counterpunches. Now, Matthew Judon, if you're going to throw the football, you better get the ball out of your hands fast. I, I do believe even with, you know, the Dallas Cowboys offensive line at full, at full health, with their tackles at full health, it's going to be tough blocking that guy. That guy's very dynamic. He's slippery. You really can't get hands on him. Um, and he's a smart football player, so he kind of knows – knows how to attack you. But I will say this, Drew, they don't have Stephon Gilmore anymore. And that's a that's a big loss. But they got this rookie Christian Gonzalez. Yes, they do. Kid from oh Oregon. My First goodness. round draft pick. He's special. I didn't think he was going to be this good. He's and long. I, he's lean. He's bruh. he's he's a mon- he's he's a bit of a monster when you see him up against the current sort of silhouette yeah. of <laughs> of even the biggest NFL wide receiver. Yes, he's long, man, and you know he can play off coverage. He can get in your face. He, he very versatile. He can play inside, outside, and he likes to tackle. That's what I love about him, right? And you can tell Bill doesn't want to take that fight out of him because oftentimes they put him in man with a little help, just a little help. But they allow this kid to be aggressive. He's got a bunch of PBUs right now. I, I think him and CeeDee Lamb will see a lot of each other. You know, I can't actually let this game go without asking you about the shutdown corner that, of course, is missing on the other side of the ball. Across from Trevon. Stephon Gilmore in his new uniform with the Dallas Cowboys, Trayvon Diggs. It really opens up an entire half of the field that I think typically Mac Jones wouldn't have even bothered to look at. Yeah, and again, I think it's more like this, and maybe – I don't know whether Mac jo- uh, um, whether Mac Jones would have looked over there to Trevon Diggs' side of the field or not, but the play caller and Bill O'Brien, I do feel now that Trayvon is not there, you're missing a playmaker. Like, there's good corners in this league. I always kind of use this as example, and this is no slight. Like Patrick Peterson, in this version of Patrick Peterson, is still a really good corner, but he's not a playmaker anymore. He doesn't take the ball away. Trayvon Diggs takes the ball away. So at any time, you know, uh, Bill O'Brien, hey, in the headset, hey, Mac, take the 10-yard out. Take it. You're going to get it. Take the completion. You ain't got to read nothing. You see him off, take it. You know what I mean? And I really think um, that's the Trayvon Diggs effect. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, 
your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. You are listening to NFL Total Access, the podcast. Andrew Levy with Michael Robinson, who is giving us his viewer's guide to week four. We are talking about three games in particular. The first game, Cowboys and Patriots. I should say Patriots and Cowboys. That mm-hmm. game is in Dallas. Michael just told us why this is a real red zone challenge for Dak and that Dallas offense. Let's turn to game number two, Ravens-Browns. Look, this AFC North battle is suddenly based on the struggles you are seeing from Cincinnati and based on the uncertainty that you feel from Pittsburgh, this is a very, very interesting game. Ravens-Browns, let's start with a winning game plan for Lamar Jackson and the Ravens offense. Uh, What are you making sure is in the game plan this week for Lamar? Design quarterback runs, really. Um, And I know that's always been kind of in Lamar's game because he's had Greg Roman most of his career. Uh, but with a new play caller and uh, Todd Monken, they're trying to develop this straight drop back pass and do things like that a little bit more. But if you put Lamar in the pocket and make him a target, Miles Garrett, it, it's such a unique specimen and <laughs> ball of genetics. I mean, I truly think he's the best player in the National Football Oh, you heard it there. Now, I'm actually going to stop you because I want you to spend a couple of minutes specifically on Miles in one moment. So, But let's say, so in the face of Miles Garrett, and now you yourself called it out long before we ever saw it, (laughs) before we ever saw it on the field, you said, just look what Zedarius Smith is going to do for Miles Garrett. So in the face of that rather stout front four, you want designed runs for Lamar. So we're we're kind of turning back the clock a little bit. We'd like to see a little bit more of Lamar from MVP season, mm-hmm. Lamar from even last season. Let's use your legs a little bit more. Don't have him stuck in the pocket. More RPOs? Yeah, RPOs. Um, what do you think of Zay Flowers? I know that you like this young man. Well, again, that, that, and I'm glad, you, I'm glad you asked about the RPOs because with – Miles Garrett, Zadarius Smith, those guys rushing the pass. Jim Schwartz does a great job with those guys up front. You want to get the ball out of Lamar's hands when you are throwing the football. And Zay Flowers, to me, adds an element to this offense that it just didn't have. You can throw the ball two yards. This kid can go 80. Like, he can run around you. He can make you miss. He'll go 80 on you. And so he's very tough to double when you're that type of a dynamic player. We have seen the fear factor that a guy like Tyreek Hill puts into a defense. So frightened of his speed and his ability to turn two into Mm -hmm. 80, they almost give you the five-yard out. Yeah, it's almost there like your five yard run that as a Washington back in the day Redskins fan Mm -hmm. we would sort of run on first down and you hope to get that five yards from John Riggins right and quite often we did back in the day that kind of five yards that you hope to get at least on first down is almost there for Miami every time because of the fear factor that Tyreek puts into a corner who is already on his heels. And you're suggesting, I think, in a way that Zay Flowers has that ability to put a little bit of fear, like, oh, we better back up just a bit. Let's keep him in front of us. Absolutely. And again, uh, you know, maybe I don't know if I don't think he's as fast as Tyreek to truly scare guys super deep like that. But he'll make you miss in a phone booth. 
So it's all, really all about just getting him the ball and just saying, get out the way and let this guy work. Designed runs for Lamar Jackson. RPO, get it out of your hands quickly. And when you do, Zay Flowers should be open and can turn a little bit into a lot. Now, last part of this game, why the best laid plans may not matter at all, even if perfectly executed. Why? Because of one man, a man that you just said, maybe pound for pound, I want you to explain mm -hmm. that, the best player in the NFL, Miles Garrett. What makes him so special? Everything about him. He's explosive. I mean, just look at his body type, right? I mean, long, muscular. He's not, there's no fat anywhere on the guy. And again, I'm just talking about the physical specimen. Now you talk about the pass rush, the get off, the ability to swipe hands, the ability to actually take another 350 pound guy, get up underneath him and like, move, like throw him out of the way. You know, that's like Reggie White-esque. Um, in that regard, and again, I know we still have the Aaron Donalds in this league and all of that. I'm not taking anything away from Aaron Donald. I'm just saying, when you see a guy do a crossover basketball move, basketball move right before the snap in front of a center and then get the sack, you're showing off, Tan, look at me. Then you actually get the sack. You have two tight ends vicing you everywhere you go. You're walking around, and they're literally taking time to follow you around. I mean, offenses know they're showing you. You called out a crossover move just now, basketball move. Um, you actually mentioned in this morning's meeting that uh, young man Miles Garrett, you don't want to face him on a basketball court either. No, because he will dunk on your ass like quickly. <laughs> you know what I mean? They had to tell him, Miles, Miles, look, stop playing basketball, bro, because <laughs> first of all, I don't think American Family Fitness can, can, can handle you, you dunking on everybody. Their rims can't handle it, and you won't get you hurt. Yeah, he's got some serious hops, some serious spring. Okay, so that is game number two, the Ravens and the Browns. Let's turn now to the final game, game number three in Mike Robinson's viewer's guide to week four in the NFL. That is, for me, Michael, this is the game of the week. If you can only watch one game, it has to be Dolphins-Bills, doesn't it? At Highmark Stadium in Buffalo, which I think is rather important. You're going to talk about why here in a moment. dolphins they just jump off the page as certainly the most dynamic, if not the best team in the NFL, certainly maybe the AFC. And yes, that's knowing full well that Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs are who they are. Mm -hmm. You have a message to Josh Allen in this game, and I found that to be the most interesting part of your assessment. For all of the things that we expect to see from this Miami Dolphins offense, this track team of an offense, the six fastest ball carriers in the NFL so far this year, all play for the Miami Dolphins. <laughs> Jalen Waddle wasn't even on that field Ew. in that 70 to 20 dismantling of the Broncos. And yet your message is not about fear of what you are going to see in a Miami Dolphins offense. It is about focus for Josh Allen. Give your message to Josh Allen. Yeah, Joshy Pooh, I, I know you listen, brother. <laughs> you know what I mean? You listen to the hottest podcast out there right now, TA Podcast. But look, man, you Josh has to understand he's not playing against Tua Tungavaloa in that high-flying offense. Mm. He's going up against the defense. Mm. He's going up against, you know, uh, you know Jalen Phillips. He's going up against, you, 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 know, uh, you know, those pass rushers and that defense. Because he has an explosive mindset. He has an explosive nature about him. He wants to go deep. He wants to be dynamic. I'm talking about Josh Allen. And so does Ken Dorsey, right? And so you can be on the sideline and see all of this, the ball going, and it's high flying, the ball going everywhere. And you're like, oh, now when I get my turn, I got to do the same thing. Hell no, man, don't do that. You got to play complimentary football. Your defense is going to be in for a little bit of a tuzzy this week. 
Okay, don't be discouraged, um, Sean McDermott, when you give up the big play in between the 20s. Just make sure red zone defense is on point because all speed gets neutralized in the red zone. You just talked about that with regards to the shrinking <laughs> yep. of the windows, the truncation of a defense, and the stiffness of a defense in the red zone. It becomes much a much more difficult challenge for anybody. Yes, even your team, Mike McDaniel. James Cook should be called out and name-checked in this second in scrimmage yards so far this season amongst running backs. That is a... That is a massively important statistic for a Buffalo Bills team that has been criticized. Sean McDermott has been criticized for not innovating, not updating, mm -hmm. and modernizing the run game over the last five seasons. They may have an answer to that criticism in the form of James Cook. You're worried a little bit, a little bit twinkle in your eye, tongue-in-cheek, <laughs> but you're worried that maybe it's a little too early in the season for this game to be played in Buffalo. It is. As a Bills Mafia guy, you know, um, it's still sunny in Buffalo right now. The mm. weather's going to be great. Uh, Miami's going to be nice, sweaty. It's going to be oiled up. It's going to be good. The second game is going to be in Miami. It doesn't matter when it is. It's going to be hot. You know what I mean? Last year, the roles were reversed. The first game was in Miami. Bills caught a bunch of cramps, you know, whatever, whatever. But the last game, they were able to use home field advantage. The cold weather and all of those things came into play. So, yeah, I would just wish it was the other way around. Buffalo Bills are the only team in the NFL who can boast a top three scoring offense and a top three scoring defense. That's very important for you to know, Josh Allen, Joshy Poo, as Michael Robinson <laughs> calls you, because his message to you is a really is a good one. Translation, don't forget, you are not playing against Tyreek Hill. You're not playing against Raheem Mostert. You're not playing against a young man, whether his name is A-Chain or A-Chan. You're not playing against Tua Tonga-Vailoa. You're playing against, yes, Christian Wilkins and Jalen Phillips and Bradley Chubb and Javon yeah. Holland. That is your challenge. Focus on that one. Win that one. And the Buffalo Bills may just come out of this game with a win. Personally, for me, I think they are going to get this win. Don't hold me to it. Nobody cares what I think. <laughs> I want to thank today's very special guest, Michael Robinson. Thanks for making time for us today. Always, anytime. And I want to invite the listener to join us again first thing bright and early tomorrow morning when Michael Robinson is back in the chair. And he is going to talk about the unique challenge facing Sean Payton and the Denver Broncos this week. Because I looked into your past, Michael Robinson. I looked up the worst beating you ever took as an NFL player. And I looked at what happened the very next week. You took a 41-zip loss, and you followed it up the next week with a win. I want to know the trick to shrugging off a bad loss and coming back the next week and recommitting to the task at hand because that is precisely what Sean Payton and the Denver Broncos better do. We're going to get that story from Michael Robinson tomorrow. Till then, ciao for now. NFL Total Access is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower... 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you.